welcome back to the Where Is Jake At podcast, coming to you live from an undisclosed location. Uh, I'm saying that because we are stealth camping today, which means we are hidden in secret. Uh, not really, but if you want to Google what stealth camping is, you can figure it out yourself just so I don't have any evidence of this stealth camping on the airwaves here. Uh, so we can't retroactively be thrown into a supermax prison somewhere out in Colorado for trespassing, potentially. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not that big a deal. Um, we're here in New York uh, en route to Bear Mountain and uh, a really cool area that is very close to New York City. New York has been really cool so far. Uh, a little bit cooler than Jersey, I would say, in my opinion, just because the mountains are back, like traditional, kind of more up and down, a lot less of the long ridge walks that we got used to in Virginia and Pennsylvania. Now we're just kind of going up and down mountains all day. Uh, and then there is also a lot more water here. We're actually camped very close to a lake, Island Pond. Um, and we crossed a couple other ponds and saw Greenwood Lake today. This really cool, really, really pretty. Um, the only downer is there is a lot of haze in the air from these wildfires in Canada. So it does hurt the views a little bit. It's not humidity, it is haze. And, uh, but still, it looks really cool. I mean, New York, upstate New York, definitely looks like a very, very pretty place and would love to explore. To me, it doesn't feel like this area should be called upstate. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just a shitty <laughs> tourist. Um, I feel like it's like maybe the Hudson Valley. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like anything that's not New York City is basically upstate New York in some ways. But it's been really pretty uh, exploring. The trail has gotten a little bit more technical as well. There's a lot more rocks and scrambling and a lot less blazes. So that means it's a lot more confusing to figure out which is the right way to go. Especially this morning, Togo and I were struggling to stay on trail at times. <laughs> Mostly me, not really him. But definitely I was like, where the hell are we going? Where's the blaze? Um, so that was cool. And then after the border beers, we kind of made our way to the, uh, Belleville Creamery, which was an ice cream stand. So second day in a row, we've had ice cream for lunch. That was nice. And a whole group of hikers met us, met up with us there. Kind of everybody wanted to get that ice cream, of course. And then after that, we made our way through some more technical terrain um, we met a PCT hiker from last year who did trail magic for us, just some sodas. He was really cool. Weatherman, shout out. Hopefully you're listening to this. He did ask about the podcast. So thanks for, uh, hanging out with us for a little bit at the waterfall and giving us some sodas. We really appreciate it. And then we had a lot more climbs. It's going to be a little more rock scrambly, which is cool. Um, it's really more engaging than just like walking through the green tunnel at the same time, it also is a lot slower. So I think we're going to, you know, just, just start need to factoring the terrain back into the equation a bit more when it comes to how many miles we do every day. We've been fortunate to just do a ton of miles and every day because we've had like longer flat stretches. I think that's going to start to go away as we continue to work our way towards New England, which is fine. It's it, not every day has to be a crush mile sort of day. Um, and today was probably a combination of doing some relatively bigger miles and doing some technical terrain, which just means we got to camp pretty late. Uh, still fun, though. Still a really enjoyable day. It was, uh, like I said, I mean, we took a two-hour ice cream break. So <laughs> that's part of the reason rolling into camp a little bit late, too. Um, I wanted to go to a question from the Compt Bank. I don't have the whole tramley here, but I was going to answer one question or just kind of one topic. 
Oh yeah, I want to talk about some of the things that, let's see, some of the things that I've replaced. This is fitting because I'm actually going to be getting a new pack in a couple days when my mom comes out here. Um, but one of the things that you maybe wouldn't anticipate on the trail is that you often do need to get new gear. Um, you start off spending a lot of money on gear, and then when you're on trail, you spend a lot of money on gear. And then by the time you finish, you have a fantastic set of gear that's well-worn. That's probably perfect for another thru-hike, if not stinky enough for another thru-hike. And you might not be doing another thru-hike anytime soon, or <laughs> um, you just don't know where you can use the gear for besides weekend backpacking trips. But that rant aside, um, I've replaced quite a bit, I think, or at least rotated things a lot. So I've switched out my quilt. I started off with a 10-degree quilt for the Smokies in the winter weather, and I've switched that to an Amazon $80, probably not ethically sourced, down quilt uh, for, that's like 40 degrees. And that one's been really nice. Two Spoons has the same one. Um, and that with a liner that Emily's letting me borrow is very, very comfortable. So that's what I'm using now. And now switch wasn't because I didn't love my quilt. It was mainly just because it was too warm for the warmer weather that we've had really since uh, we were leaving northern Tennessee. I replaced my tent. Uh, I had a two-person XPED backpacking tent. And I've replaced that with a one single pole Six Moon Designs tent that I talked about on the Cribs episode. So no need to repeat that here. But basically just got a different tent because I didn't need as much space and I wanted the weight savings of having a one-person tent with a trekking pole instead of a two-person tent with tent poles that I can't use for anything else. Uh, to save weight, you want as many things to serve as many purposes as possible. And then the most recent change is I'm going to be switching out my pack. I really love my pack, the Gossamer Gear G420, but I'm just really tired of it not having a frame. Um, there's really two different types of packs. I mean, there's a million different types of packs, but the big difference between the types of packs are a framed pack and an unframed pack. Packs that don't have a frame or frameless are a lot looser and they're lighter typically, which is nice. But when you're packing them, they kind of just flop around like a plastic bag. My bag especially does this versus a framed pack kind of has some structure that you can pack against and carry against. So I've really just gotten over the frameless pack phase um, I'm going with a different pack the Durston Cockwell 40 that my mom is bringing out um, it also is a waterproof bag my bag is not waterproof so it just got some spec increase or a little bit of specs that make it a little bit better fit for me um, still would recommend this pack and I'll still use this pack uh, but it just I think it's at a point where it's probably not the best fit for me moving forward in New England so those are some of the things I replaced um, it is expensive to do this stuff, but at the same time, when like your backpack and your tent and your sleeping pad and your sleeping situation is where you're sleeping every night, it's a worthwhile investment to make sure you're taking care of that stuff. So I'm always kind of fidgeting with gear. I think all of us are. We're always trying to tune up a little bit or tune down with what we need. Um, obviously, comparing that with weight savings, with the bulk of it in our pack. So it's always fun to kind of tinker with. If you're a tinkerer, you'll love backpacking because there's just a million things to consider how you want to dial in your setup. So that's a little more about some of the gear that I've replaced on trail. All right. I think that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you tomorrow. Radio out.